Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful to be here with you. I'm so thankful you're here. We're going to be looking at an ancient codex, considered to be poorly written, but some people have thought very highly of it over the years. And I'm talking about what's known as L or O19 in your textual apparatuses. It's Codex Regius, the Codex Regius. So I'm going to read a little bit from the uh, popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible by Holden and Geisler, and then a little bit just off what it says on Wikipedia concerning this. So God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us. Let's get started. Okay, so the Codex Regius, although poorly written, is significant in its overall agreement with the Vaticanus. It is composed of the Gospels with a rather unusual addition, making up two endings to Mark's Gospel. It's dated to 8th century A.D., which is the 700s. Now, going back to Wikipedia here, it uh, was probably written in Egypt. The text of the Codex was cited by Robert Estien in his Editio Regia. That would be Robert Stefanos. It was loosely collated by Wettstein. Greisbach, of all people, set a very high value on the Codex. And it was edited in 1846 by uh, Tischendorf, but with errors. It's also it's poorly written. It has a lot of marginalia in it, things written in the margin. The Codex is located now in the Bibliothèque Nationale in France. The Greek text of this Codex is representative of its Alexandrian text type in its late stadium. It contains a large number of Byzantine write, uh, readings in the Gospel of Matthew. Allen placed it in Category 2, which means it has a number of non-Alexandrian readings. According to Wyss, who examined Luke 1, 10, and 20, their text is a core member of the Alexandrian text. It's probably the fourth best manuscript of the Gospels, inferior only to P75, Vaticanus, and Sinaiticus. It's much closer to Vaticanus than Sinaiticus that lets you know that Sinaiticus and Vaticanus are not very much alike as well. In some cases, it supports Sinaiticus and Vaticanus against almost all the rest of the manuscripts. So that's a little bit about it. Um, got some good pictures on the internet about it. It looks like it's, and I don't have an inch trans uh, converter in front of me, but it's 23.5 centimeters by 17 centimeters. So I don't know what that goes into in inches. It's 256 thick parchment leaves. It's written in two columns per page, 25 lines per page in large, not round, unshield or capital letters. It has breathings and accents often added wrongly. It was carelessly written by an ignorant scribe. The latter phi, excuse me, the letter phi is enormously large. The letter alpha represents the last stage of the unshield script. The text is divided according to chapters whose numbers are given in the margin. So when we see chapters being done in the 11 and 1200s AD, a lot of these unshield manuscripts actually had some type of chapters with them. It says the scribe was more probably Egyptian than Greek and with a tendency of writing Coptic rather than Greek. I mentioned the two endings of Mark. 
there's other codices that have that as well, an electionary. John 7, 53 through 8, 11 is omitted. Augustine tells us why that was, because of didn't want people to think it was they'd proved of adultery. So God bless you. Thanks for being here with us. We're glad. And we're going to look through a few more uh, important New Testament manuscripts. And uh, we invite you to invite your friends and family and neighbors to be with us. Pray you'll do that. Pray for us. Leave us a five-star review. Subscribe. Listen to our playlist. And God bless. We'll talk with you later in Jesus' name.